Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Biden vanishes. Anthony Fauci retires. Carjackings in Chicago reach a record high. A report ranks the most liberal colleges in the country. Also ahead, we continue our reporting on the FBI with Glenn Beck. But first... Joe Biden wrapping up his two-week vacation before heading back to Washington. The president has spent more time away from the White House than his pre-predecessors. So far in his term, Mr. Biden has enjoyed 150 days outside D.C., compared to 132 days for Trump, 38 days for Barack Obama, 100 days for George Bush the Younger. Mr. Biden has virtually disappeared since July and the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. Perhaps for good reason. Dr. Anthony Fauci leaving in December. The senior COVID advisor confirming his decision in a written statement, quote, I'm announcing today that I will be stepping down from the position of director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, as well as the position of chief medical advisor to President Biden. It has been the honor of a lifetime, unquote. Fauci has served in federal government for 50 years years. The number of carjackings in Chicago smashing previous records, automobile theft up 600% compared to eight years ago. The Windy City is on pace to witness 2,000 carjackings this year, blowing past the previous record of 1,800. Despite the dramatic rise, few suspects are charged. Just 6% of carjacking cases in Chicago end with an arrest. Less are convicted. Want to steal a car? Go to Chicago. A survey from Forbes magazine ranks the most liberal universities in America. Schools are judged by inclusivity, commitment to climate change, access to progressive courses, and far-left professors. Top five. University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA. Then Yale. Then Cornell. Then the University of California, Berkeley. And the most liberal college in the USA, Stanford University, Palo Alto, California. A four-year degree there costs about $300,000, and you'll be woke to boot. In a moment, perhaps the most vivid FBI analysis you will ever hear. Right back with it. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The Biden administration will be in deep trouble if the FBI raid on Trump's home in Florida proves to be bogus, like Russian collusion. Now, last Friday on the radio, Glenn Beck and I analyzed the situation. Roll the tape. So this, according to Newsweek, uh, the FBI collected all the documents that were government property, used concerns about classified documents to justify the raid. But agents were looking for Trump's personal stash containing the documents related to Russian collusion accusations against him, fearing that he would weaponize them, according to Newsweek. One uh, okay. one former Trump official said he may have planned to use the documents to help in a presidential run in the coming term. Trump was particularly interested in matters related to the Russian hoax and the wrongdoings of the deep state. I think he felt, and I agree, that these facts are facts the American people need to know. That's ridiculous. Newsweek is absurd. That's why it's out of business, and it doesn't have a magazine on the stands anymore. Donald Trump's attorneys have all of those things. Okay? They have them in computer. All of the documents that show, and I'm sure there are thousands of them, corruption by the Justice Department in Russian collusion are in the hands of Donald Trump's attorneys. The FBI does not need to go in and grab paper so that Donald Trump doesn't know what he has in his basement. Are you following me here? It's a totally absurd premise. So Trump does have information that was compiled that will show the corruption of the FBI during Russian collusion. That exists, but it is in the hands of his attorneys. They have it. It's not like there's one piece of paper and, oh, give me that paper back. No, that's not how it works. And then he doesn't know what it's doing. I think it's run by the Tuttle Twins, I think, run it now. Um, but it's just insane. You know, I'm sitting there going, I'm, I listen to all of these reports and I go, this is so crazy. I can't even imagine it. Well, it's coming so, kind of from Donald Trump's camp. Uh, no, but that's okay. Donald Trump's camp wants the Americans to believe that this raid was designed to cover up X, Y, and Z. That's what Donald Trump's camp wants people to believe. So why wouldn't they put it out? So they then, have documents, they being the Donald Trump organization. He has them. So, now, to me, I don't know whether he's going to use them in a book or use them in a lawsuit. I don't know what he's going to do. Okay? But this raid by the FBI wasn't predicated on that. It was predicated on a fishing expedition tied to January 6th. That's what they, why they did this. They were looking for any kind of documentation that Trump was involved with the planning and or encouraged the incursion into the Capitol. Okay, so that's really what happened. And you're never going to hear that kind of analysis anywhere else because the press wants to paint a picture of the evil Donald Trump as they always do. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please check out BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. 
the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 100 years ago today, a baby girl named Jean Darling was born in Santa Monica, California. By the age of five, she had become a national celebrity. Each month, millions of Americans watched little Jean appear in silent films called Our Gang. They were serials. Here is the story behind The Little Rascals. During the 1920s, most films featuring children were based in fantasy. The producers behind Our Gang rooted the kids in real life. Most were poor, some seemingly homeless. The shorts aired in cinemas between 1922 and 38, then migrated to television when it was invented where the Little Rascals made it big. The famous crew included Froggy, Spanky, Alfalfa, Petey the Dog, and others. Sadly, things did not turn out well for most of the children. Many died tragically in what has become known as the Rascal Curse. Alfalfa actor Carl Switzer shot and killed at the age of 31 while fighting with a man over $50. Matthew Stymie Beard spent years in prison. He died from a stroke at 56. Norman Chubby Cheney was famous for being, well, chubby. His weight became a major problem. He passed away from a heart attack at the age of 21. Bill Froggy Lachlan, best known for his gravelly voice, was struck by a truck and killed on his 14th birthday. Billy Buckwheat Thomas died from a massive heart attack in 1980. He was 49. George Spanky McFarlane was one of the few to live a full life. He was 64 when he passed away in 1993. And Jean Darling? Well, she was the last surviving member of the original cast. She died in 2015 at the age of 93. And here's something else you might not know. Even Pete the Dog could not escape the rascal curse. The famous pit bull was poisoned on the set by an unknown assailant. Poor Petey. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety. 
and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.